why do I suck at this? Uh, like, I literally, like, I don't know how to start freaking pot. Why did I decide to do this? Like, honestly, why did I decide to do this? This It's one thing to do it with somebody else, like, if I had a guest right now, but I don't because it's my freaking introduction to my Abby T, I'm Abby T podcast. So, you know, it's a little nerve wracking and I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. And yeah, this is just weird. This is weird. I'm talking to my device right now and it's, I'm alone. I'm in Chico though. I'm visiting my family in Chico because, you know, if, if anyone doesn't know, I actually moved away by myself at the end of March, um, and I've been living there ever since, so right now I'm just kind of visiting. Anyways, it's October 22nd, 2020, and it is currently 10.53 a.m. Not that that matters, but I like to be specific. Um, but yeah, so any guy, any guys, anyways, guys, it's so, I haven't finished my coffee, right? I'm drinking it right now, so if you guys hear any slurping, that's what it is. Anyways, so... Hi guys, um, so this is my podcast, I'm Abby T Podcast, um, my name is Abby Thompson, I'm 21 years old and I am based in Northern California and I am just like any other 21 year old right now who's trying to figure out life, feels like they're in a midlife crisis, but they're really not because they're still in the very beginning of their lives, okay, I get it, I get it, there are times where I feel like I'm 20 years older just based on all the experiences I've had, especially within the, this past year. But I know it's a little melodramatic, so we'll get into that later. But, yeah, um, I don't know a lot about podcasts. I don't really, I don't know much people who, like, I don't like, I am not somebody who listens to podcasts regularly. Um, I know, like, the like the basic podcasters, like, you know, Joe Rogan, good guy, iconic. I don't know if he's a good guy. I'm, I'm assuming he's a good guy, just based on what I've listen to and everything um so I know him I know Zach Sang and Bill Burr and all those guys but other than that like I don't I'm not somebody who knows all these different podcasters and you know I'm not somebody who listens listens to them on a daily basis um which is probably why um your people would be asking well then why are you making one if you're not somebody who listens I don't know I just I, I don't know I figured somebody who loves podcasts and listens to them religiously they would make one but that's not me um i can't remember the last time i listened to a podcast honestly (laughs) but honestly what has compelled me to make a podcast is just to kind of with in as non-narcissistic as i can't explain it i want to be able to tell my story and i want to be able to tell other people's story who i'll be featuring as a guest on my podcast and all that and just kind of talk about you know certain things and but yeah so the podcast it will just be about in a very non-narcissistic way and non-arrogant way um kind of just telling my story and my life um and just to be able to get my voice out there and other people's voices who I'll be featuring as a guest on my podcast too and just kind of like just be talking about life and um certain experiences that um we've went through and um all that and i'm so excited for the guests i have lined up for my podcast like seriously it's not even funny because the people that i have um planned for the podcast as a guest they are seriously the most pivotal people in my life and they are just wise beyond their years 
and just they mean so much to me and so I I just I can't wait to you know feature them and talk about what we've gone through and our lives and stuff because honestly I'm such an open person I'm such an open book I have no issue telling people my story or all that as long as they don't abuse that I literally have no issue to talk about like literally anything yeah and so the guests I have planned are just they're I want to the guests that I have planned they have helped me out a lot in the past and they have taught me a lot and they've helped me out in so many ways and I want their voices to be heard and hopefully they'll be able to help the listener out with anything that they're going through or whatever like that and so Honestly, in some of the episodes in this podcast, it may be triggering to some people, um, but it will be more relatable than ex- than you might think, you know, because, you know, we're going to be talking about bullying, mental illness, sexual assault, um, drug addiction, alcoholism, all this other kind of stuff that I know um, people have struggled with and all that, and so I just... It's going to be heavy. Some episodes some episodes are definitely going to be really heavy. But, you know, um, I know deep down it's going to be really beneficial. I mean, the hard stuff is... The hard stuff that are talked about is what makes the biggest difference. Um, so that's basically what's going to be t- talked to the podcast and everything. And so... And just also just the year I've had as well. Like, seriously, that has just sucked the life out of everyone. <laughs> And oh my gosh, 2020 sucks ass. And man, it just, oh my gosh. I, let me tell you, okay, I have had so many goals and ambitions for the beginning of this year. Like, I can't even begin to tell you, like, the kind of stuff I had planned for this year. Like, I wanted to do so much traveling. I wanted to be as social as I possibly could. I was like, you know what? I'm turning 21 this year. Now, I didn't want to, like, freaking party and, like, go to bars and, like, do all this stupid-ass stuff. I just wanted to experience life in the outside world as much as I possibly could. And just Corona just shot on all of that for me. And, man, it was just it's not, not just the Corona, but the fires, too. Oh, my gosh. It has just been such a year for everybody. But, you know what? I was hey, we're all in the same boat, you know, and that's what, that's, I guess, the positive thing you can get out of this crappy-ass year, but, um, yeah, I just, I reached, like, this, you know what, I am a very, um, I don't want to say reckless, I guess I am, I'm just spontaneous, I'm a very reckless, spontaneous kind of girl, I take caution to the wind as much as I could because that just makes me the happiest, I guess. And just making memories and living life to the fullest. That sounds so corny and cliche, but it's true. That's honestly just who I am. And I want to do all of that before I do any other life things, I guess, before I, like, I don't know, get married or have kids or whatever. I want to not have any regrets, I guess. Um... But yeah, I think it's just more kind of just, and I, I didn't used to think that way. Let me tell you, seriously, I did not used to think that way at all. Honestly, if I'm going to be 110% real, I did not think I was going to live past 18. Like, and honestly, I did not think I was going to. But, you know, I think because of that, 
in overcoming the things that I have gone through, I see life in such a different way. You know, I think just once you realize your life can be taken away so quickly and in the blink of an eye, you just, you, you're like, like you just, you view life really so preciously and all that, you know, and I used to roll my eyes when I would have people say, you know, don't do something permanent over a temporary issue. I was like, well, my life is kind of shitty permanently. It's like I live in, um, if people don't know, I actually have, um, I live in a house of all girls, you know, my older sisters are twins. So I always kind of felt a little bit, um, left out or kind of just in their shadow and all that. I was like, well, I'm based in my life. I'm basically invisible. So that's not necessarily temporary. That's kind of permanent. And yeah, okay, your certain life situations might be permanent, but the way you look at it is totally different. I used to feel so in the shadow of my sister. It's like my sisters were, I always like more viewed as these like beautiful, gorgeous, talented Thompson twin girls that everyone loved and everyone wanted to be around. And I was, meh. Like, I was, like, their little sister who was obnoxious and didn't, like, didn't, I don't know. I, that's, but I'm not saying that that's how I was actually viewed, but that's how I felt like I was viewed. I was, I felt like a waste of space. I felt like, I felt, or I, I felt like an, or I, I, I remember one time I told my mom, I, like, in theater terms, I felt like an understudy for my sisters. Like, just an extra, you know, if one doesn't work out, well, I don't know. I just felt like. I didn't feel like I had a purpose but you know what we all grow up and we change and I'm just so different from who I was when I felt that way it's not even funny so it's like now I feel like I stand out from the crowd and I literally I love that and I've always wanted to be that from since since I was a little girl and you know and so yeah it's just yeah, and so, and one of the ways that I wanted to live my life, I moved away by myself in the very beginning of this whole coronavirus thing, and nobody, when I tell you, literally nobody agreed with me, agreed with the fact that, of me moving, like, nobody did, my parents didn't, my family didn't, um, I had some friends that didn't, like, literally nobody agreed with the fact of me moving, they're like, why would you move right now, like, why does it have to be right now, like, can't you just wait, like, seriously, and I just thought to myself, you know, I'm not married, I don't have any kids, I'm not in school, I have nothing that's tying me down right now, why would I wait, if, I mean, if it's not the coronavirus, it's gonna be something else, people, like, there's always going to be something that's gonna hold you back, and it's, there, there will always be something, so what if so let's say the coronavirus ends tomorrow there's going to be something else that's going to go down so and just give you a reason to not do it you just need like what's the worst that could happen like seriously what is the what you fail okay then you live and you learn whatever there's no such thing as failing there's 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 only learning honestly and that's how i looked at it um you know it's like what worst worst thing that could happen i move back home there's there's bigger tragedies in this world than that people and it that's just how I saw it. And, you know, I'm happier where I am now in Sonoma County. I feel so much lighter there. I can't even explain that enough. Chico, 
offered me nothing. It really didn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have met my closest friend, Emily, is here in Chico. Literally, I mean, she's going to be featuring one of my podcasts um, later on. And she is literally, like, everything to me. Like, I, like, if there's one thing that I could choose, like, the good thing to come out of living here in Chico, it would be her. And, or just other connections that I have met, that I have come across here. I mean, the connections, you can count on less than one hand. (laughs) But, like, she and among other people, seriously, oh my gosh. I don't know what I would be without her. She's, like, just one of my closest friends I have. And so, that's one thing that I can pull out of from being here in Chico. Um, Another thing is, you know, my photography. It's like, and you know... My sisters, it's like it worked out for them, you know, here in Chico. They're schooling. Um, they found community here. They found their identities here, and I did not at all. You know, I really did not. I had photography, though, which literally saved my life. I didn't find photography, though, until about nine years later after we moved here. And from about, like, 14 to 18 was when it was really, 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 really bad for me. From about 14 to 8, maybe 13 to 18, honestly. Those five years were the worst years. Of, I can't, I mean, I can't even tell you. It's like, I can't even look at pictures, honestly, of me during that time. Because all I can think of is the kind of torment that I was going through during that time. And it's just a lot. I can't look at pictures from then. Um, which is kind of sad. But I wouldn't take it back, honestly. Because it's... Those years is what honestly made me into the kind of person that I am now. And I wouldn't take it back for the world. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, and it's like Santa Rosa. It's just, it feels like home. And, you know, my me and my family, we moved away from um, Sonoma County in 2011. And we moved here to Chico. And my family is still here now. My sisters and their husbands are still here. My parents are still here. And it's worked out for them so far and everything. Um but yeah, it's just not for me. I mean, and Santa Rosa, it's just, I don't know if it's maybe because of the connection I have from my childhood there, because I literally had the most perfect childhood you could possibly imagine. Like seriously, my, I was talking about this with my friend, my friend and my roommate, Emily, like we had the Hallmark card family, like, or just childhoods. Like our childhood was just so perfect. In Santa Rosa, and to this day, I don't really understand why we moved away from Santa Rosa. It's just, you know, I to this day, I really don't understand it. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, I don't really know if I ever will because we had such a community there, and we were just, or at least I was, I was just so happy there with my child, like in my childhood living there. And after we moved, it just really turned opposite. And, um, <clears throat> We moved when I was 12, so, <clears throat> um, which was also kind of sucky because not only was, you know, 12, that's sixth grade. It's like not only were we living in a new town or moving to a new town, I was, we were moving to a new town when my sisters were starting high school and I was starting junior high. So, well, not, no bueno. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, and it was just filled with a lot of stuff for me that I was going through during that time, like, I dealt with a lot, a lot, 
um, more than a preteen should. Um, but honestly, I have zero regrets at all. I've become the person I've always wanted to be since I was a little girl. Honestly, I've always wanted to be a leader. I've always wanted to, you know, be a storyteller in a way. I've always wanted to to be able to capture somebody's attention without trying too hard. And I feel like that is something that I have gathered from everything that I've gone through, I guess. And so I just, I honestly, I don't regret it in the slightest. Um, <clears throat> I, for so long, I felt like a victim to my life and being just, I had, so, I was literally, I felt like the loneliest people or the loneliest people. <laughs> um, I just felt like the loneliest person to ever walk this planet. Like seriously. I like I always struggle with friendships always to this like honestly I don't I seriously it wasn't until I graduated high school where I really felt like I was really having some stable friendships like before then like in schooling when I was elementary junior high or high school I literally did not have any stable friendships at all all of them fell apart all of them ended in drama all of them just didn't succeed at all and I don't know what it was. It was probably me, honestly. Like, I I get so attached, first of all, so easily. Like, I love my friends so much. Like, you, you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. And not to say I don't, I wish I could pick my family. Because seriously, I love my family so much. I love, love, love my family. We've all gone through so much. And we've all overcome so much growing up I seriously did not have a relationship with my sisters like I can't stress that enough like when we were teenagers I did not have a relationship with them which was why I felt so lonely because not only did I have I felt like not only did I not have connection at home I didn't have connection at school because I didn't have friends and so I just felt like the loneliest person in the world ever um living here and when I was a teenager and stuff like that and I just felt like such a victim to it all it's like well this is great. You know, God really gave me the short end of the stick in my life. This sucks. What the hell is the point? I don't want this. This isn't a life. This isn't a way to get this. I have no reason to get up in the morning. And that was, I just, because I was just so lonely and I didn't have connection. I, I felt like for so long that there was something wrong with me because of my mental illnesses or whatever. I felt like for so long that there was something wrong with me. And I just felt like a foreigner. I told my mom that, like, like I, or I, you know, I would tell my parents that growing up, I feel like a foreigner in a foreign country. Nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. Nobody sees life the way I do. Like, if honestly, if I could pick one person that is, that sees life the way I do and all of that, it would be my dad. Like, point blank period. I'm sorry, boys, but I'm a total daddy's girl. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I love my dad. Um, he has done so much for me like if I talk about it too much I, I will literally cry um and just when I say he's just done so much for me he just gets me he just he really just understands how I'm feeling and the way I see things and what I'm going through and all that so I'm just so appreciative of my dad and he just he also gets that loneliness and stuff like that because you know my dad was the youngest in his family and he spent a lot of times alone, and so he just, he really got what I was feeling, and I just, oh, I can't even begin to express the kind of torment, loneliness, and just 
dull darkness I was feeling for those five years from 13 to 18. I was just dealing with so much torment and all that. But honestly, it does get better. It really, really does. And I know, I just, I just know that when anyone who's listening to this right now, who's going through so much right now, when they hear me say it gets better, they just they, excuse me, they fucking roll their eyes at me and they are just like, okay, shut up. Like literally like you sound like an idiot. Like how, like I just, I just feel it. I can seriously feel it like in my bones, just how somebody would roll their eyes when I tell me, when I tell them, oh, it gets better. Hold on. Like all, like all that shit. And honestly, I wouldn't even tell you it gets better. It doesn't. Honestly, life will always suck. It's going to always suck. You know what I'm going to tell you? It it gets tolerable. It gets tolerable to a point where you're able to breathe. You are able to breathe. And in that sense, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better to breathe. It gets better to wake up in the morning. It gets better to talk to people. It gets better to get yourself out there. In that sense, it gets better. Your life will always suck. Point blank period. It will suck. However, certain milestones are going to pop up in your life where it gets tolerable. And you forget about it. And you see life so differently. Like, oh my gosh. You just see your life so much differently than how you used to. I can't even begin to describe to anyone just how much how uh I was literally for like so long from like 13 to 18 I or almost even to 19 honestly I felt so just I if there's I felt you know how I felt if there's like two words I would I would describe how I felt I felt hollow and I felt dull I felt like a walking zombie, honestly, and just life had zero meaning. We're all just roaming around this planet, going along with what everyone else is going along with, and just living. Like, we're just living. We're existing, actually. That's what I would say. We're just existing. We're not living. But it's like something snapped in me when I was 19 where I don't, I honestly, I don't know how it happened. I really, I like, I don't know, like nothing specifically happened to like, it was a wake up call or anything like that. I think I just, I eventually kind of just woke up or, or like, honestly, honestly, to now, I, yeah, I, I don't know, honestly, what happened. I think I just basically realized that I'm not a victim to my own life. You know, it's if I want to do all this stuff, if I'm not spontaneous and um, as take caution to the one kind of girl that I always express that I am, do it. Like, why, why aren't I doing it? Why I'm, you know, I'm eating my words right now. Why don't I just freaking do it and live it? And I think just eventually, just along the line, like, once I realized that, I realized so many other things about my life and why certain other things happen. Eventually, things were connecting the dots. And I saw my life so differently than how I used to. I can't really explain it. 
you just, you, it almost like you get a whole different filter to your life. You just, you, from seeing it, from seeing it being so dark and dull and hollow and meaningless and depressing and sad and angry, I saw it so lively, I guess, and just so much purposeful, I guess. Just so much more purposeful and just so much more to live for. And honestly, um, I do th- I think a, I think a big part of it honestly too was just you know finding photography and all that. I finally found purpose. Now I gotta catch myself from, from time to time to not make it my identity because that can still be taken away from me. And you know, and I'm still catching myself because I don't want to do that. I don't want it to be my identity, and I don't want it to be the only thing that brings me purpose. But it eventually gave me a voice and it gave me a light or a spotlight over myself. Be like, hey. Look, I don't know, like, mainly within my family, that's how I felt. I'm going to burp. Excuse me. But I don't know. It was just, I have, I just, I have really overcome a lot. And it's just been, it's just been so surreal to, like, talk about and look back on and, yeah, and even just within this past year, like just this past year, I have so much things have gone down just this past year. I mean, right now, I'm living with my best friend right now. And not to not gonna lie, so many, so many trials and challenges have come up that her and I did not expect at all. I literally thought living with Emily, I was like, there's no way I can learn more from this girl. Like I've known her since I was one and she was two. Our moms are best friends with each other. Like We've experienced so much already. What is there to know more about? But it's so different when you actually live with this person too. I guess that's kind of why the first year of marriage for everyone is the hardest. Because you live with them and you just, you, you witness how they handle things and how they communicate and what they do. What they do and it's just so much more different. And that's, that has been a challenge for me and Emily is just how we communicate and how we take things. Um, and that's something that we're learning and still learning. Um, and just so, just so much has gone down. Like, so just living with her, um, I've had two jobs that I was let go from in San Rosa too. One of them was so unexpected. It was, that was probably the hardest thing that happened in August, the, like the first day of August, August 1st was when I was let go. And that was seriously the hardest, hardest time living there was being let go from that job specifically. But if I wasn't let go from that job, I wouldn't have had my photography business excel like it never has. Seriously, I I mean, like, my photography business has been the thing that's, it's been financially stabling me, and it's been great, and I am so grateful for it. So that was like a blessing in disguise, because me being let go from that job, that full-time job I had that was sucking the life out of me, I... I was let go from it and I was eventually to put all my focus on my photography business and my ABT photography. It's been exploding like it never has. And I, because of that, I've met so many great people, whether it's clients or people that I'm working with, with photography and all that and people who I've come across. I'm so grateful. And just another, just another example of how life just connects the dots eventually and all that. And 
just so I, I, I dealt, you know, and so I had those two jobs. I've gotten into two car accidents, but at the end of the day, there's light at the end, end of the tunnel because I was able to get my first car. I bought my first car that I love. Um, I had my first relationship this year and my first heartbreak, and that was a lot, and that was, that was, that was hard. That was definitely hard, and I still have so much love for that person, and, you know, I hope, I hope for nothing but the best for that person, and so, and I'm going to be talking about that with my friend Emily and all that, and so... I'm just so different from who I was six months ago. Like, I can't stress that enough how different I am from six months ago. So I'm just, I'm so excited for this podcast and the things that will be talked about and the outcome of it. Honestly, I'm just so ecstatic. And um, yeah, it's been a hard six months. But, you know, it really has. If there's anything that this past six months has taught me, is patience because I'm a planner. I'm not going to lie. So I just, and I'm, I'm, I like to cross things off, you know, kind of in a way mentally I do. So I'm just, I've been definitely, my patience has definitely been tested. And so I'm trying to just learn to leave it in God's hands and all that as much as I can. And so, yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, that's with that. Uh, yesterday, actually, I posted um, I posted something on my story uh, to ask me questions and all of that. And one of the questions I got was about my photography and all that. And um, I basically pretty much already answered it. But the question was, what got you into photography in the first place? And how and when you know it was your career choice? What got me in photography... Um, nothing specifically really got me into photography. I have been kind of doing photography since I was about 14 and just taking pictures and all that and really being fascinated with editing and all that. Um, I have been told, um, from people that I should be in front of the camera. So like modeling or whatever. There's no, I like doing that. I like to be either in front or behind the camera. Behind the camera is more exciting for me because it gives me a chance to be creative and all that. Um, Honestly, I like being in front of the camera because it gives me more ideas of what I can do behind the camera. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, nothing really specifically got me into photography at all. And when did I know it was my career choice? I knew when I was 19 when I eventually started my business, ABT Photography. Um, because, honestly, once you find something that you know that you have so much confidence in and that you love and all that, it just becomes... You just don't have to work a day in your life, basically, at the end of the day. And um, that's just, and once I realized that, I was like, man, I could seriously do this for the rest of my life. Like, this is great. Like, why doesn't everyone do this? Like, seriously, that's how I felt. And um, so, yeah, that's just kind of like my answer to that question and all that. And I had somebody ask, what made you want to start a podcast and what kinds of things will you talk about? Um, I've already kind of talked about that. What's making me start a podcast is just be able to tell my story and tell other people's story as well. And just the kind of, I want, you know, my certain guests that I have planned, I want them to teach you guys what they have taught me basically when I was going through really hard times. And so, yeah, that's kind of it. That's the end of this podcast. That's my, um, closing segment, um,
yeah, if anyone has any questions at all for future podcasts or whatever, or honestly, if you want to be featured and be a guest, like we'll talk and I would totally be down. Like that would seriously be awesome. The more, literally the more the merrier for this podcast. And, um, so yeah, I just, I have, I have a lot of, I got a lot of high hopes for this podcast guys. And I can't wait to share it. I can't wait to hear what other people have to say about it too and I'm just all ears and I'm so open to it all so yeah yeah um I guess that's it hope everyone has a good day um shoot me a dm or text or snapchat facebook whatever um of what you think and just let me know what your um input is on it all and yeah in the word in the famous words of Elvis Presley that I honestly I love this quote um in his famous words until we meet again may god bless you as he has blessed me so i'm gonna leave it at that and i hope that honestly sounded really cliche and corny but i honestly love that i love that quote but yeah um um, i'm gonna leave it at that and anyways have a great day kids and i will see you next time bye